Vitamin Dice is an actual play RPG podcast made by adults for adults. Things can get pretty rowdy around this year game table, and it is not appropriate content for children. Content warnings can be found in the episode descriptions. Welcome to Might and Merit, a Blood of Heroes miniseries presented as always by Vitamin Dice, an RPG podcast. Hello there, my name is Valandal Man, and I will be your game master this evening. Today, I am joined by... Hello, my name is Caden Wise, and I am playing Baronon Aldrinon. Hello, Hi. my name is Connor Mann. And I'm playing Katya Orsini. Hi, I'm Frankie, and I'm playing Zadie Soleil. Hi, I'm Phoenix Ashlyn, and I'm playing Erilyn Lunargard. Hello, I'm Josh, playing the once thought to be temporary character, but now not so much, Joush. Uh, bless you. Thank you. <laughs> I think I have said your character's name one time when I sneezed. I really think I have. <laughs> Joush! It sounds like huh? it, doesn't it? Huh? Even more than most times I make that joke. Yeah. Last time on Might and Merit. You got another quest, as has happened a few times now. A woman named Misa Morris came to the Might and Merit Guild Hall and informed you that she was representing Bronwood's Hollow with a quest to kill some mystical beast, some kind of aberration that had appeared and had nested not far outside of their town. Ronwood's Hollow is a town of warriors, of mercenaries, and they were not able to deal with this problem themselves. Whatever this threat was, it was resistant to normal means that warrior types would be able to handle their problems with. So they pooled their money and they came to professionals to help them deal with it. Uh, you arrived at the town, you discovered some things, such as that the victims have been turned to stone by whatever this monster is. The four of you who were there split into two groups. Two of you went into the graveyard and went dumpster diving <laughs> uh, for some, <laughs> for some magic topical. weapons. And uh, the other two uh, went in search of a creature so that you could get some of its venom back to the apothecary for him to make some anti-venom. And at the end of the last session, the two who went into the crypt killed a draugr and got a magic sword, and the two who went spelunking in the woods killed one of the beasts. That's not what spelunking is, but continue. <laughs> did you mix those two up? No. Spelunking is technically what Josh and I did. But yeah, those two went spelunking. <laughs> It's funnier that way. That's true. That's fair. I just wanted to make sure you knew. I know that spelunking yeah. traditionally is used for going in caves and underground places. So uh, there is going to be... Well, here's the plan anyway. Let me, yep. let me pull back the curtain and, and let you take a sneak peek backstage. The plan is for there to be a combat encounter. Uh, uh -huh. I shouldn't say that there will be one because... Saying anything so definitively would definitely come back to bite me. But the plan is for there to be a combat encounter in this session, and uh -huh. it is going to be rather challenging. So I would like to take this opportunity to remind everybody to um, be aware of what their weapons and features can do, and to use the ones that don't have any limits on how many times they can be used, as often as you can find a good place to use them. If anybody has questions about what their features do or when is the optimal time to use them. I am a public servant. Well, who shall we start with? The Spelunkers or... I think it will work best if we have a scene with each of the groups from last time, and when you get to town, all will be... Some will be revealed. Okay, let's so, do it. Yeah. One representative from each of your groups roll a d20. Whoever gets higher will start with their group. All right, I shall do it. <laughs> Somehow, somehow. Oh my god. <laughs> what? Oh my god. <laughs> Two natural ones in a row. Are you shitting me? I think right, we're yeah. starting with Zadie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just going to be Zadie. 
Where is everybody? <laughs> She's just like, hello? Everyone take an experience point. You have been discontinued uh, from the time space I mean, continuum. Sometimes what? you just have to let the dice guide things. And the guy the dice have spoken, so Zadie. You, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yes. Would you like to uh, to explain why Zadie is in Bronwood's Hollow? So Zadie actually has family here. She wasn't in the Guild Hall when you guys got this quest. She was here because a family member of hers suddenly passed away. So she came here to kind of give her condolences when she found out what was going on and decided to start working on it. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. So you're at what I imagine is the palatial beach house, Soleil Manor. Mm-hmm. It's about an hour or so outside of the main town of Bronwood, and it is on the shore of the Mahobran Sea. It's been family thing has come up. You have to go on a, a trip that you weren't expecting, and you're at what I believe is your childhood home here. What would you imagine Zadie would be doing at a moment of downtime? Maybe she's fishing or something. Fishing? Sure, yeah. Do you want to roll a nature check to see how that's going? Sure. I rolled a 20. All right. So you're fishing by your palatial beach house, listening to some J- Jimmy Buffett, I, I imagine. And you catch a, a lionfish. <laughs> it's just a bard playing Jimmy Buffett in the corner. You are my brother! <laughs> your uncle, the sea elf, James. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, you catch a lionfish, and you remember an old tale about lionfish, which is a uh, it is an ill omen if you catch a lionfish this close to the shore. Actually, that's true, uh, because lionfish are an invasive species, and they're extremely poisonous. Following the uh, the D and D rules about uh, wild shape, I think you can now transform into a a lionfish with your wild shape. Nice. Nice. I guess I open it up to you. What would you like to do next? To, in, to move the plot forward, I would recommend going towards the main town. <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe I have to go into town for some kind of supplies. Sure. Any idea what those might be? Food to get away from your family. Or that. <laughs> or all three. Or all three, yeah. Booze, food, and to get away from the family. Uh-huh. Honestly, that's exactly the excuse I would use. It's like, oh, we've run out of natural light and chicken wings i'll be right back <laughs> yeah so it sounds like you uh you might end up at the inn in bronwood's hollow which is called the sky iron and the sky iron the innkeeper sky is iron. a dwarven man named edwin baker i remember edwin sky iron is for the nords <laughs> no it's sky Iron, you have to have the pause. Oh, that's right. It is Skyron. Sky. Skyron is for the Norse. Iron. Um, my ancestors are smiling on me, Imperial. Can you see the same? Is anybody from the party nearby? I think at the moment they're they're off doing stuff. Uh huh. When you come in, Edwin Baker, he says, Ah, Zadie. Hey, Edwin, how's it going? Ah, not bad, not bad. How about you? Oh, uh, you know, it is how it is. Funerals, you know. Yes, yes. Uh, care for a drink on the house? Well, absolutely. Uh, what, what would you like? Um, what's your specialty today? Uh, I just uh, tapped a uh, new barrel of scotch. Sure. Ah, good, good. He goes and uh, he puts some scotch in a in a tumbler, adds a splash of water, and then puts it on the counter. Um, she's just kind of like sipping on it, and she says, any more news about what's been going on? Like, why are people dying? Well, Bakir is looking into it. Misa went out of town, actually. She came back with a a group of professionals who are looking into it. Professionals? Yes, yes. Uh, She sent for some uh, Messinelli's guild. Uh, I think it was uh, Mighty Magic or something like that. (laughs) It was uh, two M's. I don't remember. Uh, it wouldn't have been Might and Merit, would it? Might and Merit, yes, that's what, that was the one, yes. <laughs> uh, do you happen to know who from Might and Merit? Oh, I, I don't remember if I know all of their names, uh, but they were uh, a couple of uh, Orkish-looking fellows, and uh, I think in Adar with a, with a hood, and then there was, a, there was a, a, not to be rude, but kind of a, a strange-looking fellow with like, Ashen, dark skin and like yellow eyes. I have never seen someone who looked like that. Hmm. 
And I, I assume they're staying here at the end. Yes, they uh, they entered a room and then they went to go see Bakir at the bit and back and uh, they left town a couple of hours ago. Well, I guess I'll uh, I'll hang out and uh, see if I run into them. I might know who they are. Oh, really? Have you been up near Grey Lane recently? She says yes. Ah, ah, ah. all right. Now, let's <laughs> cut to... Do we want to roll again? No, nah, we'll just go with the Spelunking crew. The real Spelunking okay. crew, not the forest Spelunkers. The Crypt Keepers. All right. Yeah. The, the Crypt Keepers. So I see the great sword, and I sort of pick it up gently. I will cast my Arcane Sphere cantrip on it. Uh, let's see. You can identify non-magic items. Arcane Sphere does not work on this, letting you know that it is, in fact, a magical item. <laughs> that Woo! is the fun roundabout thing about this, country. <laughs> yeah. Process of elimination. <laughs> that is how I live my life. Well, Josh, I personally am not one for two-handed weaponry, especially not of this caliber, but I think this might suit you. And I sort of present it handle first. Joush takes it, finds the balance of it, flays it around playfully, like finding the balance and everything. It goes, hmm, expertly crafted. You can see, uh, I think, especially somebody who has the forceful weapon proficiency, this is a great sword of the uh, the Flambard style. The Flambard, it comes from, in an old shared language, it means flame blade, and it's because of like the waved edge pattern on the blade. Uh, yeah, it looks like the Hun dude in Mulan, that sword. On you. It looks to have a sterling silver pommel, the hilt. It's in the shape of a dragon's jaws eating the blade, and the dragon wings are the crossguard, and Damn. the dragon's eyes are inlaid uh, rubies. Damn. Pretty. Ooh. I wonder I what like it, it does. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what it does. It's a sword. It cuts things. That's true. Well, obviously. Got it in one. I mean, <laughs> what does it stabby. do besides slash and thrust? <laughs> One way to find out. <laughs> Get over here, Baronon. Let's try it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <the castle. laughs> yeah. I roll to attack. No, <laughs> I, I use parry. <laughs> At the last second, Baronon pulls parry into the way, and parry gets chopped <laughs> in half. Parry, parry the platypus. Incredible. Well, we have what we came for. There's nothing else in this room, is there? Just on the off chance. I wouldn't mind finding something magical myself, but <laughs> if there's no such yeah. thing, I'll accept anything at this point. If you want to search around the crypt for anything else that might be magical, that will be a hunt check. Oh. I have a two to You're that. far better than I. I'm not even trained. I can't help you. I'm sorry. Ah! 18 plus dirty 2. Dirty 20. 20. Damn. Joush, you look around and you also find a ring. That looks to be, it's a sterling silver ring. It looks like snakes intertwining, and it's inlaid with a turquoise stone. All right. Puts it up to, I'm assuming there's candles lit in the crypt. Mm -hmm. And he sees it shimmering and spins it back and forth with his fingers and goes to Baradon. Is this magical or not? And hands it to him. Well, let me check. So I will cast Arcane Sphere. When you cast Arcane Sphere on it, you can prove that it is magic. Ah, ah, ah. What a lovely cantrip. Put it on... Place it on my index finger. Does it change anything? I mean, Baron dies. Yeah, it turns you into a rabbit, and then you keel over and die. You die. <laughs> well, I gotta make a new character, guys. Uh, third, third time's the charm. You do get a feeling of some energy to it, and you just feel like your temperature regulation is better. You, you don't feel any any hint of chill that you had felt uh, goes away. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Perhaps I might be a little bit more defended against the cold or something. I don't know. Maybe it's just to make my uh, travels more comfortable. Who knows? Let us see if we can't get these identified with the rest of the group. Now let's get out of this accursed cave. We're well funded now and with magical items. <laughs> and he skipped. He does like this sort of like side little heel clap of the feet, <laughs> the little heel click, and he climbs back up the rope. Oh, that's the best. All right, the forest Spelunkin crew. Yes, that's us. <laughs> With the help of your summoned land beast. Yes, my gray lion. You had just killed one of these creatures. I put away my crossbow and I limp towards it. We should get this thing out of here. How much can you carry? Like, how good are you, are you uh, carrying things? 
I think I might be carrying as much as I can. How long can my summon stay? Yeah, there's no timer on the summon. It lasts until it dies or you want to summon something else. Neat. Yeah, so I'm going to help part of the creature onto my land beast's back and I carry like half of it kind of awkwardly in my arms, but together the two of us are going to walk it to town. Yeah, I'm just looking around. Keep your crossbow out in case I get attacked again. Well, I'm using my cane. Oh, that's true. And your cane is very fancy. Yes. I, um, I suppose we can begin the yeah, trek Yeah, let's get the fuck out of here. There might be more around. That's true. And I don't want to attack another one. That was hard. Dun, dun, dun. If you are working on carrying this thing, go ahead and roll a lift check. It's, this is going to be a, a flat roll. <laughs> Four. But my land Ooh. beast, let's get my land beast stats up real quick. Hold on. 18. So yeah, the land beast really has no problem carrying its part of the creature. But Erlen, you struggle carrying this bit. And by the time that you get to town, you really are feeling sluggish. And you gain a level of exhaustion. Oh, no. no. I figured as much. Joush and... Baranon will get into town first, although followed shortly by Katya and Aralyn. Well, I'm not entirely sure where the others went. I'd say perhaps let's go get a victory drink at the tavern. <laughs> Celebrate our glorious victory. I agree. I can't think of a better place to wait for them. <laughs> Neither can I, to be honest. None spring to mind, disembodied voice. All right, so you walk into the tavern, and uh, Zadie is sitting there having a drink with the bartender. Hello there! When did you get here? Why are you here? Not that I mind, just wondering. Oh, hey guys! How's it going? What you doing? We just returned from a jaunt in the crypts. We now <laughs> have in our possession a couple of very useful magical items. I say that, we're not entirely sure what they do, but they're magical, so they've got to be useful, right? Cool. They've gotta be. I mean... That's the rule. At the very least, we have acquired the, the weapon that we set out to search for. The ring was actually a nice bonus. Nice. What weapon did you find? Josh. It is a great sword that we found in a, a crypt, he whispers. You don't have to whisper. <laughs> well, wait, so was it like allowed to like, I forget, was, yeah, great for hopping you could totally like do, right? It wasn't yeah, like looked down upon. Town of mercenaries. Basically, the culture in Bronwood is that if you have the strength to go into a family's crypt and defeat a draugr, you get you are rightfully you deserve, the yeah. deserve any magic items or whatever they, that they right. had. We found it in a crypt in the graveyard. Quite an opulent one. There was this bullshit riddle that stumped me. Pretty much, you had to cover the entire sign and only leave the word wealth showing. Yes. Oh. Show me only wealth. I don't think I would have figured that out either. Posed a bit of a challenge. Hmm. Well, I guess it doesn't really sound like you need any help, but would you like any help? Oh, I, I'm so sorry. You don't even know why we're here. Come, come. Let us, sit a, let us get a few drinks and sit at the table, and I will regale you with our purpose here. An exhausted Erlen and a non-exhausted Katya arrive in town. Oh, I suppose you'd head for the bit and bark. Yeah, I'm exhausted on the inside. Okay. <laughs> Aren't we all? My heart is exhausted. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. yes. Yeah. Oh, my God, yes. <laughs> too close to my soul. <laughs> too IRL for me. Uh-huh. Now I'm sad. <laughs> <laughs> you uh, drag your carcass into the bin bark. Oh, my. It appears that you uh, were successful then. Yeah, we killed one of those things. Do you want it? Good heavens. Yeah, well... Yes, yes, <laughs> I do want it. <laughs> do, do you? Why yes. did you? Why did you say it like that? And well, it, it is horrifying, the thing that you have. I don't blame him, not really. Well, I'll give you money. Look, can you make an antitoxin out of this? Um, it, uh, I wouldn't feel right taking your money. If you could... Well, uh, for your troubles, you know. N not to worry. I, I just require some of the creature's um, venom. Do you know how to extract venom? I'm sure I could figure it out. You don't happen to have, like, a room back there I can use? You're good at that kind of stuff? Uh, I mean, oh, I, probably. I would prefer not to get monster gook in my place of business. <laughs> I live in this building also. All right, let's, I, I'll take it outside. <laughs> that, would be, that would be perfect, yes. Okay, hold on. I go outside. Come here, doggy. Oh. Erlen, do whatever. 
Actually, you know, Erilyn, you you could probably help. Okay. And the lion walks up to you oh, and gives you lion. the most offended look. Sorry, my bad. I meant kitty. <laughs> the lion gives you a little bit of a nod, like, that's better. A dignified nod. I take it out into the center of the street, <laughs> and I just, just in the main thoroughfare. plop the, cor- the carcass Everyone down. can see a dead basilisk in the fucking street. It's a town of mercenaries that probably seen worse. I pull out from my backpack a leather case that I unwrap, like unfurl, mm-hmm. and I have like a set yeah. of like different knives and such. Uh-huh. Like a, yeah, I have like a, a kit, a set of knives. Don't want to know like, why you have one. those. <laughs> you have a serial killer set? Yeah, okay, sort of like that, yeah. And Erilyn gives you the weirdest look. Just uh, And I just... Now, why, why is there a face in there? That's weird. <laughs> Sorry. Please continue. <laughs> I deliberate for a second and choose one and pull it out and start harvesting, getting at the venom stacks. Yeah, go ahead and make a hunt check. It's very Hannibal Lecter of you. <laughs> Katya the Ripper. So I, I gently pat your back. You're going to do great. Fuck. 13. I, well, I'm going to go ahead and use a luck point. Uh, so 26 wow yeah you get plenty of venom you get the venom sack out without puncturing the venom sack which is very tricky if you know anything about basilisk venom i mean not specifically i know about many related subjects (laughs) so yeah connor doesn't know about basilisk anatomy and katya doesn't know how difficult of a feat it was but katya now knows something about basilisk anatomy and connor knows that it is very difficult if you know about basilisk anatomy to get the to get the venom sack out without puncturing it right and that gets us to that gets us to where we are now katya is an expert she's a pro yeah so uh erilyn gives two thumbs up i've got i got the thing what are you gonna do with the corpse uh sell it sell it really basilisk hide pretty strong could make good armor Uh, you try uh, whatever more from it. Yeah, go go return the venom. I'll stay out here with the corpse. Okay, whatever. You uh, can take the teeth and make jewelry. Claws that too. sounds like a hassle. Erolyn is just going to sit down and lay down with his head on his lion. Look, I just don't want it to be my responsibility. Okay, I'm kind of okay. done. Go I'm kind of done with it. Go give that to the person. <laughs> okay, I'm going. <laughs> from the laying Jeez. down person in the middle of the street. <laughs> You could just leave it there. I pack up my serial killer knife set, <laughs> and I take the venom sack, and I go back inside. <laughs> ah, that w- oh, wow. You seem to be rather proficient at that. Uh, that that bodes very well for us. <laughs> yeah, I'm a fucking badass. I've had a lot of practice. Indeed. I'm a badass. Here's the thing. Uh, th- thank you very much, yes. Uh, return by, uh, by this evening. I'll, I'll tell you how much progress I've made. All right. See you later, then. I believe. <laughs> See ya, chump. We'll hop back to the tavern. All right, Shady. Might I inquire as to why you are here in town? Oh, actually, I had a, a sudden loss in the family, and I had to come out for a, for a little funeral. Oh, I'm so sorry. Was it someone yes. you were close to? Not particularly. A couple mm. of cousins removed. Ah, I know quite well what the loss of family feels like, so I can empathize. Uh, what was their name? Aethel. Well then, out of respect, I propose a toast to Aethel Slade. And we toast. May he rest in peace wherever he has departed to. Uh, Baronon, what are you drinking? Right, just the, the normal ale, the house ale. <laughs> are you wearing the ring? I am. <laughs> you happen to notice that when you go to drink a mug of ale with the ring, that like visible frost forms on the mug of ale and the the ale is impossibly cold, but it's the cold doesn't, it's not uncomfortable on your hand. It's not uncomfortable to your mouth. The cold has no effect on you other than making the drink impossibly <laughs> chilly and delicious. <laughs> So Baronon is just, like, turning his cup in his hands and, like, looking it over and then looking at his ring and then just has a face of pure glee and just excitement is <laughs> slowly, slowly over the next, like, minute, he's come to the realization. He goes, oh, no, I want to test him. Pulls his spear out and I want to just see if it'll do anything to the spear. Uh, it doesn't do anything to the spear. Ah, uh, okay. 
Well, that's slightly disappointing. <laughs> but I have chilled, refreshing ale now. That is very cold. Brain freeze. Oh, no, actually, brain freeze. You, you can't. Oh, really? No matter how quickly you drink this very, very cold liquid, you, you do not get a brain freeze. Uh, the door opens and Katya <laughs> enters. Oh! Hello, friends! Hello, Who's arrived? Aralyn also enters a couple paces behind, leaning on his giant lion, probably yeah. catching a couple people off guard. <laughs> so oh, Zadie's like maybe. waving, and she's like being really cute. Hi, Zadie. She sees the lion, and she stops waving, and she's like, what the fuck? <laughs> Oh, that is a big you might pity. want to have, wait outside with that. Oh, does, do no, people no sense. Yeah, but it's scaring the other people. Yeah, I'll wait outside. <laughs> is it? I mean, I look around. Is anybody else bothered by the lion? I would assume Ed, so. Edwin does look pretty nervous about it. <laughs> oh, I see. Maybe it can go in the stable. <laughs> Just wait one second. Aralyn leaves and comes back alone, but is still like leaning on the door frame. He looks fucking exhausted. And my um, friend, you look out of sorts. Are you alright? I'm tired. We just carried you... a basilisk all the way from the forest <laughs> to here. Oh, so you were successful in your task, I, I assume. You sure were. Uh, oh, oh, uh, you carried a, a what now? A basilisk. Katya, can you explain? Yeah, go ahead and take a seat with them. Yeah, Erlen walks over and nearly face plants into it, like into the bar, trying to get into a chair. And he just sits down, lays his head on the bar, and closes his eyes. Well, yeah. So basically, the, well, the things are basilisks. There's a nest of basilisks in the woods that's what's it. killing everyone. Um, I called it, didn't I? So y- shit's pretty fucked, if I'm honest. Yes, that's what we were hired for. We deducted that since normal weapons were ineffective against the creature, might a magical weapon be more effective? Thus, the new sword we have acquired. Take a look. I see. Oh, nice. Shiny. And I have also acquired this ring, which makes lovely ale so very chilled and lovely. Does it only work uh, on ale? Honestly, I don't know. I just got it, so I'm testing it out. I wonder. Strokes his massive beard. Edwin, what other things do you have to drink? Um, well, we have ales and wines. We have some mead, some harder mm-hmm. alcohols, uh, liquors, mostly liquors. scotch and whiskey, but we have a, a couple of forward imports, if you are interested. Your friend there with the, the unusual skin... That's me. Pardon me if that is a rude thing to say. Not offensive. I get it all the time. Uh, what is your What is your name? Me? Yes. Oh, uh, Erilyn. Erilyn Lunergard. Erilyn. I do have uh, an un- unusual uh, cocktail. It has something called vital salt in it. it, it what is it, that? Well, it, it can cure what ails you if what ails you is causing you to be sort of tired, exhausted, drowsy. I- yeah, I'm sleepy. Very sleepy. It, it is a bit costly, but it, it... How much is costly? It's uh, 50 copper farthings. Oh, I can do that. It's fine. Give me one. That's not going to keep him up all night, is it? I'd rather not deal with that. <laughs> Crackhead oh, moment. Oh, come on. It'd be fun. <laughs> no, that, I, that would not be fun. It's, it's, it's an cocaine. ADHD kid. It's cocaine. <laughs> it's cocaine. cocaine. Straight fucking You're gonna Dude, you're gonna get Erlen addicted. Uh, it it is rather difficult to sleep within about five hours of taking the vital salt. How much is a room? Uh, a room will be uh five copper farthings a night. How many beds are in a room? There's not a uniform number. I can have as many as four beds in a room. I'll sleep on my lion. No, you should. Very well. <laughs> I don't. He's I like, think it's staying right? outside. It's not staying in the same room as me, okay? Okay, fine. I'll make a nest on the floor. Uh, I must insist that- It reminds that, me that most of home. If so. if the lion happens to injure anybody, that you will be liable. Lion bull. <laughs> lion bull. <laughs> My lion Fuck's is not going to hurt anyone. I promise. Well, that's what they all say. But someone has no, died here. Do, do men literally has died. Shut up. My lion is going to phase out of existence for a little while until I need it again. It what? won't hurt anyone. What? Never mind. <laughs> it's best not to question magic. Sometimes it makes sense and sometimes it doesn't. We, we, that magic isn't really commonplace here in, in Brunwood. I can tell by the way people no? look at me all the time. Yes. Your town <laughs> is full of mercenaries and not many of them have experienced magic or practiced magic. 
Uh, no, we are weapon masters here in Bronwood. That's well, still pretty cool. Yeah, but I'm going to go upstairs and lay down. Good. Good. Cha-ching. <laughs> Cha-ching. Me too. In the meantime, let's get blitzed. Yeah. <laughs> Kids are off to bed. And the <laughs> uh, all right. So when everybody's re- ready, let's uh, skip to the next day. Am I still a sleepy BP? So to remove a level of exhaustion or a similar negative effect, you have to do a long rest, which is 24 hours. Let's do the sword first, as it is the most important one. We'll do my ring after. Joush, if you wouldn't mind uh, handing me the sword for a small moment. He cautiously hands over the sword. This sword gets really cold. Erlen comes over and pats Baron on shoulder and gives the leader's bolster. He's too sleepy to say anything out loud, but it's like a reassuring source. Like I'm so assured. I'm also gonna. That's not me being sarcastic. I am very sure. All right, <laughs> I'm being touched by two people. I Great. enjoy this. I enjoy We're just both this. touching Baron on shoulders. The same shoulder or no, different, different shoulder? Different to the opposite okay. shoulder. <laughs> Do I get advantage? Yes. All right, here we go. Ooh, nice. 21 plus 4, 25. So, the heirloom greatsword, it was a dragon slayer's weapon. Damn. Write that down, write that down. It has a uh, a special ability to deal damage to draconid creatures, even if they are resistant or immune to slashing attacks. In addition, uh, while wielding the sword, you get favor on any save forced by a special ability that a draconid possesses, such as... It has an ability where instead of making the normal die attack against uh-huh. slashing defense, you can instead make a an attack versus the target's fire defense using a different die. Yeah. Ooh. Hell yeah. Josh. Beast. I do believe this sword is the perfect weapon for what we will be facing. It perfect. is in good hands. Perfect. Joust just has a shit-eating grin on his face as he takes and looks over the sword. I feel like it will be best utilized if Joush and I take the forward frontal assault. Right. And my lion. My lion helped out last night. Indeed. Erlen says from the bar because he's on his way up there to get that magic drink. Oh, yeah, you're getting that? Yeah. Vital salt. The vital salt beverage. Do you need any assistance monetarily? Nah, I'm good. All right. Well... Do we know where the nest is? Yeah, approximately. We were there yesterday. We weren't exactly. But our map says where it is. Yeah. All right. Zadie takes the map and she's like, let's go. And she leaves. I guess we're following Zadie. I suppose so. Before we go, V, how does this drink that I buy taste? What does it do to me? Oh, it tastes very salty, but it essentially works like an energy drink. (laughs) I don't think we need to role play another scene with Beck here, but he he does he has given you uh, doses of the petrification anti venom. How many do we have? Uh, you got four doses. Ah, you guys are all at the nest. Uh, it's a cave, and inside the cave you can see some geodes that stick out of the rock that glow. But there's lots of sections of just darkness that you can't see. Uh, we're not in combat order quite yet. Here you all are at the entrance of the cave. What do you do? Um, I take a torch out from my traveling kit uh-huh. and I light it just so that we can have a little bit of like because there's already sun coming in from the entrance of the cave. So lighting another thing isn't going to immediately alert anyone to our presence. Well, not yet. Are we attempting to ambush with stealth or do we just want to bum rush them? I think we'd like to sneak up if that's possible. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna end up staying back here anyway. I'm much better not in the forefront. Well, very well. But if you guys want, I can actually put the torch out if that would be easier on you guys. It's rather dark in there. It's hard to tell. Oh, also, uh, try to keep your eyes pointed downwards if you can. Uh, if you can, yeah. Could I turn into like a nocturnal animal and like see if I can see anything? Ooh, like an owl. Yeah, or something like that. Hmm. Yeah. So you transform into an owl. With your owl night vision, you can see that. Do I see any monsters? Can roll a hunt check. Okay. A seven plus five. Uh, you don't see anything. I think we should all move up slowly. If you say so. Zidi, if you can hear me, hoot once <laughs> if we are coming upon an enemy. Hoot twice 
Actually, don't do anything at all. Never mind. Okay, let's go. <laughs> Only hoot if we are... Hoot if you can actually understand me. I've always been curious about this. Can I? Uh, yes. You can understand people. <laughs> Excellent. I begin to move move forward. Yeah. Yeah. I do as well. All right. Uh, everybody who'd like to go deeper into the cave, actually pick one person to make a finesse check. Is anybody actually good at that? Erilyn is pretty yeah, good I, at that. Yeah, I'm really good at that. I am not. <laughs> then you, is more than half the party untrained in finesse? Untrained. Yeah. I am untrained. I am untrained. Then, Erilyn, if you make a finesse check, make it with disfavor. Oh, okay. And you are rolling for the whole party. So don't fuck up. <laughs> I got a nat 20 oh, on one of them. <laughs> yeah. That's rude. I don't like having an 11, so I'm going to use one of my luck points to attempt that. What do you have again. against 11? It's not a good number. Not a good so, number, apparently. Do I, do I roll another flat d20? You or roll do I... with disadvantage again. Oh, oh that that's not so bad. much better. Uh, that's not bad at 17. all. 17. 17. I coach everyone very quietly on how to move your feet so that you make as little noise as possible. I just walk forward, tapping my cane on the stone floor. <laughs> Before we proceed forward, I would like and to tap Josh on the shoulder. I will use my magic foci to cast lightning speed, so this will only last for a minute. Mm -hmm. Should I do it now? Wait until we see enemies. All right, I want to get it off before we enter combat, so I don't waste my turn. We'll try uh, to get the drop. We'll we'll try to get the drop on them and have a minute right. second to prepare. All right, I don't I don't activate it just yet. Zadie, do you want to go forward a little bit further and see if you can't spy another of our quarry? She's gonna fly over here. Uh, nothing yet. Hoot hoot. All right, we're good. See, I knew that would come in handy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll move forward a bit more. <laughs> Oh, jeez, where did you go? Baranon just yeeted into the, the abyss. Yeah, you, can't, you cannot see him anymore. I am in the really? darkness. I can't see a damn thing. Wait, hold on. I see a light off to the right. Josh, did you see what happened to Baranon just now? I mean, we're moving side by side, so I think I would have, right? Mm-hmm. Well, move your character side by side with me. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> Now he's gone. <laughs> no! <laughs> I stepped forward tentatively, and I'm swallowed by the darkness. <laughs> <laughs> you are enveloped. The land beast is going to stay near me because now he's nervous. The beast has low eye vision, so it can see. Uh, yeah, it can see low. where everyone is going. I'm going to move towards this light over here. Mm -hmm. I don't necessarily. Mm, yeah, do that. Oh, Katia's just gone. She's she's gone. This is so fucking weird. I can't see a damn thing. I'm over here by the first light. Over here. Katia, I see you. Over here. All right. And now we can go ahead and jump into the combat order. Oh, Jesus Christ. Fuck. No, fuck. Josh. Then he goes, Josh. That's more than one. Lightning speed. Uh, no, everybody, everybody stop moving. We're in combat order. Can I get a lightning speed off real quick? No, it's not your turn. Fuck. Fuck. I, that's why I wanted to do it. Damn it. All right, Katya. Can I see anything? Like, is anything actually happening right now? Is anything happening right now? Yes, there yeah. are things happening. What, ha what happens? If it is black on the map, it is darkness. Jesus, fuck. All right, we didn't get the drop of them. Somebody needs to get light torches. Fuck's sake. Well, on the plus side, we can't exactly look at a basilisk. In the dark? <laughs> In the dark that's very so. true. However, we also can't see where we're attacking. We can't yeah. see each other or what we're attacking, and yeah. Hmm. And I can see things that you guys can't, and I'm, I have to figure out how to communicate. This is very weird. I'm gonna... Oh no, I can't wear a combat now. Yeah. So it's my turn. It's your turn. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take out a, a torch and light it up. Okay. Do I see a, a, a basilisk? You do. There's a basilisk right here. <laughs> oh, fuck. I'm going to take a step back and... Into that eye hole? I... Well... It's probably not smart to go in it's to slimy. the hole that the basilisk just came out of. As you take a step back, you hear a wet squelch. And as you turn around, you see that this hole is filled with slimy liquid. Some kind of membrane. Step, 
right there instead. You can actually, in your torchlight, see uh, another one. And uh, oh, at the edge, another one. Another one. Another one. So Damn. Uh, taking out the torch will be your first action. And then the, the step is free. I cast Blessing on m- myself, Baranon, and Joush. Yes. All right. So that's an extra 1d4 to stuff, right? To attack rolls and saving throws. Perfect. Uh, yeah, that would be very right? helpful. Yeah, yeah. I wish I could do everyone. So I guess using my land beast, because I can control it on a turn, I am my my land beast can see in the dark. I'm going to move up closer to where you guys are. Ah, there he is. Can I, can I free action climb on its back, or is that not a thing I can do? Uh, yeah, you can hop up there. I mean, you have a cool. quick action left, so you, you can do that. Yeah, I'll hop up on its back. All right. Oh, shit. I don't... Oh, gods. I don't look at... I have to look at it. Uh, I try and cast... You got this, bud. And use my magical foci to cast charm on the creature. <laughs> so it makes a will save. Makes a will save. 13. That might not succeed. No. I it fails. It does. Yeah. It's charm. You're a snake charmer. It is charm <laughs> for up to an hour. Will that end if, if somebody attacks it? If it gets hurt, does it get to make a save? Uh, yeah, I think... Alright, fair enough. I'm going to try and make a diplomacy check with this creature to get it to look down at the ground. <laughs> okay. Avert your gaze, <laughs> beast. I'm tr- yeah, I'm trying to make it so that it doesn't look at us while we're kicking the <laughs> shit out of it. Remember, there's more than one. Valandal specifies there's I know, three of them. I know, but... One thing at a time. One thing at a fucking time. I can only do so much. Th- this at least will attempt to get something out of the way. Uh, so your your second action is going to be to use diplomacy. I think you have uh, favor. I have favor. Yeah. Fuck off. Uh, 12. It is charmed. Do you have any luck points? I have one, and I don't want to use it on this. Yeah, probably, yeah. I think for a 12, it, it glances down at the ground and then back at you. Yep. Yeah, that makes sense. It's a, it's a bit confused. To... I'm going to take my free action to step backwards. Oh, okay. As good as that's going to do. I'm going to use barrier. Okay. And then, eh, no, there. Mm-hmm. There. Yeah. Do I still have enough for a warrior's challenge and an attack? If you quick move, you can then quick attack, and that with a quick attack, you can do the warrior's challenge. Yes. Yes, I will do that. Oh, all right. Plus a six, so 14. 14. Uh, that does not beat the evasion of a basilisk, but it is now challenged. Yes. So I'm going to fly up to it, the one that we can see, mm-hmm. and I'm going to try... So how many eyes does it have? Looks like two. I'm going to try to peck out one of its eyes or scratch out both of its eyes. Okay. Go for maybe, the I eyes. Go, maybe I go Talon first and try to get both of the eyes. But if I have to pick one, I'll pick the left one. <laughs> or the right one, because that's the way that it's facing. Alright. 18. Not bad. 18 hits Invasion of a Basilisk, but not the deflection. So you're going to deal it poise damage. Okay. Nice. Five. Five. Okay, that's pretty good. Your talons don't get into the eye jellies, but you scratch around its eyes, and it closes its eyes. It starts shaking its head to try to, uh, you know, protect its eye jellies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're thoroughly harassing it. Sick, dude. I'm going to quick move back. Deal. And then uh, see how it plays out a little bit. Basilisk 2. It is charmed by Baranon, uh, but... Uh, with Josh just standing here, its instincts take over, and it is going to uh, move up and moved into my reach. Did it not? It moved. It's already in reach. reach. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, you can make a free attack against it. Twenty-two. Uh, that hits. Uh, that beats deflection. Hey. Eight. So you you deal damage to it. Yes. Yeah. Nice. Well, it only deals one. You swing, the blade glimmers. The blade is contacting scales on their, like, hard side, and it slices through the scales like they're just regular skin. Like butter. Like really hard, scaly butter. (laughs) (laughs) Delicious. Mm, Tasty. The basilisk doesn't like that at all. 
its eyes glimmer yellow and it's going to activate its oh, its no. like eye attack but it, it angles it specifically so that it doesn't hit baranon it only hits josh and zadie oh <laughs> hey <laughs> now is this an attack no but your sword gives you a favor on this save since zadie is standing right in a line behind josh i think you can also get favor i rolled a 14 that's an awful roll. I might use a luck point on that. You know, it might be worth it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm going to use my one and only luck might point. Be. What? Wow. Two Same fives. fucking roll. Four, six to five, five. What? So I guess that means you take the six. You're at eight plus your fortitude. Which is four, so 12. Oof. This save has three effects. There's a success, a fail, and a fail by five or more. So both of you are at the fail by less than five. You gain the restrained condition. You're not fully uh, petrified, but you feel oh. your, your muscles tighten up. And I will send in the general chat, since it's multiple of you, what happens when you have the restrained condition. You can save against it as an action on your turn. Now that it has you restrained, uh, it is going to try to bite you, although it does get disfavored because of your barrier. 14. Does 14 beat your evasion, Josh? My evasion is 15, so no. Then even as you feel your muscles tighten up, you stop it from biting you. Sweet. Nice. And coming out of the darkness is a basilisk that is large enough to make you realize that all of the basilisks you have seen before must be children. Babies. Oh my god. Babies. Fuck. Yeah, I don't know how well this is going to end up it going. It can actually uh, stop right here and reach Zadie and Josh with its attacks. Oh my god. Yeah, this is why it was called a mini-series, because this is the team yes. wipe. <laughs> well, who knows? Not knowing of that you have used your, your barrier ability, I think it's just going to attack uh, Josh, and I think you might very well be glad of the disfavor here. Yeah, you you should be, really. <laughs> that's a bad roll, and yet that's a 14, which is another uh. another miss, just barely. Oof. Josh. Jesus Christ. Those uh. those two misses, oh. I think, really balance out for the failed save. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Uh. I am screwed. I am going to take aim, a quick aim, and I quick fire and shoot the basilisk, and I'm going to assassinate it. So I'm just going to automatically hit with a Divine Smite. In this case, I am going to need you to roll your weapon die. As it turns out, the Basilisks are resistant to holy damage. We learned that last time. Uh, right. Uh, eight. eight. Eight will do it. Yeah. Nice. This is on Basilisk 2, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, Basilisk 2 is looking uh, pretty bad. Uh, I'm just going to quick defense. My lion is going to point me towards the basilisk that everyone has been killing. Okay. And I am going to cast green spear. I see. 24. Yeah, that, that'll do it. Nice! Okay. Three. Its earth defense is not particularly high, so three is enough to deal damage to it. Hell yeah. Nice. Hey! Is that going to kill it? That is going to kill basilisk two. Cool. All right. Well, the green I spear feel like just we... skewers directly through it. And then... uh. Can my lion alert me if there are other basilisks nearby aside from the king's basilisk? Right where you're at, it turns its head to the left and growls at something. Okay. Oh, so we're being I let sir. everyone know. To the left, everyone. To the Except left, that's to Belmore, the left. So we do, to the left, everyone. <laughs> Look, man, I'm ready to get back into Belmore. <laughs> and then, uh, oh, I think boy. I have a quick action left. Yeah, Doug, what do you want? Quick yeah. defense. I haven't used my magical foci have i no then i will use that to cast arcane bludgeon all right and i will summon it yes yeah it doesn't do much it's 11 yeah you never know not gonna do it i don't even think a 14 would have gotten me there you never know so that's a wash but he's up there oh he's up there well i guess i've done what i've wanted to do and now you die not really but all right this is the next turn so, I think I'm going to do the save or attempt to it. Okay. So, I get favor and plus a d4. We go. 18. So, yeah, 22. You shake off the effects. Yes. I always yes. believed in him. 
I'm going to take Barrier again and then attack the King Basilisk. All right. So I get Dish Fave out. Mm-hmm. Can I do Devastating Blow with this? Uh, you can. Both 12, Ooh. so nines. Let's go. So, nice. So 19. 19 will beat the evasion of the King Basilisk. And nice. the Devastating Blow means that you roll... 2d8s. Yeah, twice and you take the higher roll. Nice. Four. Four. Not bad. Not bad. Yeah, you swing and you cause the King Basilisk to back up. I think I'm just gonna use an action to succeed the save. Okay. I'm gonna do the same thing I tried to do last time and I'm gonna fly up to the king and I'm gonna try to scratch his eyeballs out. You will have to attack with disfavor because you'll have to quick uh, move to get to him. So I'll roll again. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> Fuck. You do have an ability I've... that is relevant in this situation called True Strike. And because you upgraded it, you can choose whenever you attack to get a plus 10 bonus on your attack roll. And in exchange, you take a minus one penalty on your weapon die roll. Is that good enough? That will hit evasion, yeah. Okay, then let's do that. Uh, and that minus one is four. So you deal four points of poise damage, and it is uh, below half of its maximum poise now. Ooh, hey. there should be a name All for that. Right. Faltering, staggered, I don't know. I'll come up with that. I like faltered, like faltering. Faltering. Like sure. It's faltering. It's stumbling. It's stumbling. <laughs> okay, so um, <laughs> this little basilisk is going to come over here to Erlen and attack him. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> ah. Oh, I got a it's 23. His approach just unchallenged. What? It beats my deflection by one. Ah, oh, dang. Well, I rolled a one, so you take one point of poise damage. Oh, <laughs> my goodness. And another basilisk is going to come out of a birthing pit oh, and fuck off. attack Zadie. How, how high up in the air is Zadie? Above? Yeah, probably above that. I'm flying. Uh, I'll give it disfavor. It's still going to try to jump up and uh, get you with its claw. I'll roll with disfavor. The lower one is 18. Damn. My evasion is 12, but my deflection is 19. Uh, it'll, it will deal you some poise damage. Five points of poise damage. Okay. And without moving, it can reach Joush. So it is going to Joush attack. Alrighty. The lower attack roll, a 23. Damn. Uh, that matches my deflection. Then that has a chance to deal damage. Three versus your slashing defense. My slashing is four. Hey. <laughs> I actually get to roll another die. You take 11 points of poise damage. That makes me have zero poise then. Oh, no. Then you are flat-footed. Oh, fuck. All right. <laughs> then it is going to step forward. And then that comes more into my reach, though, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. A 16 plus a 6, so a 22. A 22 beats evasion, but not deflection. Oh, no. It does have less than half of its poise remaining. Yeah, it's fumbling. Three. Getting low. And from here, it can actually reach its huge arm past you and hit Baranon. Fuck! Shit! I parry! (laughs) Who's parry? The lower roll is a... 20. Okay, let me... Uh, it doesn't be my deflection. Okay, alright, so instead of 11, you take 9 points of pe- poise damage. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck! That would have brought me noise. down to 0 poise damage. Wow. Damn. Yeah. Holy shit, I am at 2. Yeah, boy. Ah, Fuck. Good job. I'm gonna take a, <laughs> I take a step back. That's as far um, as you can go. We gotta take that king out. I'll do what I can to help my friends. I'm gonna aim and quick shoot at the king, King Basilisk. Okay. Uh, 22. 22 beats evasion. Okay. I want to cripple it. Okay. Ooh. When I I hit a creature with a rage attack. Indeed. Expend a maneuver die to cripple the foe. He has minus five evasion. Okay. Until he removes my bolt. Indeed. Next, I command Joush to attack. Rar. Rar XD. 
Oh, shit. That's a, so that's a 19. You also add bless and my maneuver die. So 24. Yeah, you beat deflection. Nice. 24. Nice. So now I roll 2d8s. Here we go. Same fucking thing as last time, damn it. Four. The fours are better than the ones, at least. Four yep. is good. Four does not beat its uh, oh, slashing defense, but that does get it down to zero poise. <gasps> hey, it's flat-footed yes. now. It's flat-footed now. So, right. first thing that I'm going to do is something that I should have done at the start of the encounter, and I'm sorry. I'm going to throw down a totem. <laughs> so I roll, help. I roll a d6. Mm-hmm. And we get the sixth one, so that's potency. All allies within six squares of the totem gain plus one bonus on weapon and spell uh, die rolls to determine yes. if damage is dealt. That's a good one. I want to say right next to Baronon on his left. Right next to Baronon on his left. <laughs> yeah, because that'll get everyone. So that's what I'll do. And then the other thing I'm going to do is I'm going to have my land beast turn to the basilisk that's beside me and attack it. Uh, okay. 21. 21 currently will beat uh, deflection. Sick. Oh, it's uh, it's immune to the, the flying beast of slashing damage, right? Uh, this is the land beast. Okay, you have a shot. Yeah, you have a chance. Nope, I don't. I got a one. Oh, oh wow. You had a chance. <gasps> I did have a chance. That's true. I had a chance. I fumbled the bag, but I had a chance. All right, Barry. What have you been cooking up? Okay. Yeah, Barry. We got to kill the king, so I'm going to quick attack with my arcane bludgeon that that is regicide well actually it's not it's not necessarily quick attacking i'm just using a quick action to attack that's right your second statement was more correct yes that is indeed it is a thing we just got to make sure what the shit that's the same (laughs) fucking roll as last time I, i gotta get a four are you gonna do the thing? Do I use it now? Who knows? When else are you gonna use it? At nine. If I get paralyzed, we're probably within ten minutes of the end of the session. Ah, uh, fuck it. Fine. <laughs> do it. So, I'm not much better, See, but better. fuck it. That's a not much better. Twi- that's, that's a twice as good. <laughs> <laughs> that's nineteen. Twenty, uh, that, actually. That, that beats uh, deflection at the moment. Fuck's sake. All right. It is at this point that you discover that basilisks are weak to arcane damage, so it automatically damages Finally. it. Finally. <laughs> Fuck we knew that, didn't me. We? God know, damn. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, man. Can you, you can cast another... You can ca- cast I know a I can cast a spell. It. Yeah. I can cast a spell, but I don't necessarily... I've got one that deals damage. Arcane damage? Should probably be arcane damage, yeah. Then I cast Eldridge Bolt. <laughs> yeah, that was, yeah, there you go. Uh, yeah. Oh, all right. <laughs> it has to make a will save against thirteen. It fails. Now I roll a d4. In this case, you don't have to. It just deals damage. Two damage. See, it's Holy that arcane, arcane damage. Ah, yes. <laughs> all right. Finally, I feel useful. Oh, that was awesome. <gasps> I can do it! I don't necessarily think this will help, but it might. Uh, I'm going to use... Quick boof? Quick, no, boof. I'm going to use reposition. <laughs> expending another of my maneuver die. Mm-hmm. Uh, I move positions with Erlen. What? So, Erlen, you move to where I was. Me and my lion both? Or are yep. you riding on the back of my lion? Okay. No, no. It's a whole stack. No. <laughs> it's a whole stack. It's me on top of you on top of the lion. <laughs> So it's a circus. It's a whole okay. jamboree. Now the lion is riding you. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Let's, let's put it like that. <laughs> All right. Perfect. Now right, I'm going to take the evasion. I have 16 evasion now. Mm-hmm. I am going to do a power attack. A power attack. Here we go. Oh, yes. Oh, fuck. <laughs> That's a natural one. I hate this game sometimes. (laughs) Yeah, that's kind of the consensus more often than not. All right, you don't don't hit it. Uh, All right. What a fucking waste of a turn. I'm going to use Controller's Hindrance on the King Vasilisk. (laughs) Okay. Must roll and subtract 1d4 from all checks and saves, including attack rolls, until the start of my next turn. Mm -hmm. Fuck, that's so good. Yeah, now what's your other action? Yeah, I'm going to do the I think still. On which Bathalus? I think I'm going to keep going through the king. Fuck me. Man. Can I can I use a luck point? Yeah. 
well, you, it's better. Oh, I mean, I was about to be like, are you for real? I know, right? <laughs> Plus, oh, sorry. I meant to say that I wanted to use True Strike, but I... Uh, uh, I think at this point, before you've made the weapon roll, I think it's not too late. Okay, so okay. True Strike it. Oh, yeah. The 23 nice. will, will definitely beat evasion, so... Uh, I keep rolling fives. Uh, you That's do deal bad. damage to it. Yay! Oh, yeah. Hey! Oh, wait, you've, you've been able to add plus one to your weapon to this because of the potency totem? The true strike is a minus one, so the, the potency totem oh. actually evens it out. Okay. Mm-hmm. Never mind. It's a five plus one minus one for a t- grand total of five. I did it! Yeah, yeah. Nice. You, you, uh, you actually pack out uh, one of the basilisk's eyes. Yes! Uh, next is... The Bellicisks. Um, Basilisk One is going to focus all its energy on trying to kill Baranon. Yeah. I might go down, you guys. You're the one who put yourself there, to be fair. Yeah, I know. I'm just giving you a forewarning. Okay, and we got a 23. That beats... Yeah, I'm. I'm it's going to deal damage. More than likely. Seven. I have a armor score of one to slashing. You take damage. All right. It's going to attack again. Okay. Oh, no. 15. Misses! Fucking evasion, Yay. man! Nice. That huh. not to evasion saved my ass! I'm glad that you had oh, it then, and yes. not me. <laughs> this little basilisk is going to go... Please. Please, no. <laughs> right there. And it's going to oh, attack okay. Errol. Hello. Uh, that's fine. Hey! <laughs> Nat 20, you take damage, my friend. Oh, that's not good. I use interception. Ah, yeah. Do it. So, it now gets this favor. Ah, I'd roll again, yeah. Nice. A 15 plus modifiers is a 22, but it's not a nat 20 anymore. Okay, that's... Good one. Good one, Josh. Three versus your slashing defense. Does not meet it. I have four. If Josh chooses to take the damage and his slashing defense is high enough, he instead can take poise damage. I have no poise. Oh, well, so I also, you take I'll damage. You, you will take I'll the damage. I'll take damage, because uh, it, was, it was aimed towards me. Well, if Josh used deflection, it's Josh's choice who takes the damage. Yeah. That's true. How Josh much health do you have? Three. Yeah, I have three. Yeah, I'll take it. All right. Thanks, Josh. That's kind of the point <laughs> of defenders. We we have more health than the average person. Yes. The King Basilisk is going to attack Josh. Uh, the lower one is an 18. Beats my evasion. No, I'm nervous. Eight. I'm going to use parry. Well, actually, I don't think you can, because parry uses your reaction, which you've already used for interception. I think that is true, Josh. Yes, uh-huh. it is. Shit. With its massive claw that just rends through your fucking torso, you take two damage at once. Oh! oh cool. I have one health. Oh, oh, fuck! You gotta get out of there. Oh, um, I attacked... Once, its other action was uh, to uh, remove the crippling arrow. Oh, dang it. But at least it took an action and didn't attack anyone yeah. again. All right. And now it's Katya's turn. Wait, you Katya, you're run. up. Katya, kill okay. it. Kill what? King kill Bassy, the king. Bassy boy. I mean, I'll do my best. The King Basilisk has one health left. Please kill it. Oh, damn. You gotta kill it. Does Katya know that? Connor knows that, but Katya has seen that you've damaged it uh, enough to kill a normal thing. Okay, so I'm... Oh, man. I'm not gonna try to sort of hedge my bets, and I'm just gonna go all in. Go all in, yeah. Put put all the chips on the you table. Gotta, you gotta. He deals two two points of health damage. Yeah, I'm gonna uh, just uh, aim and shoot it. And you get plus gonna, on your weapon. And I assassinate. There we go. For an auto hit, yeah. Yeah, I auto I auto hit with my divine smite. Yeah, so you can either roll against piercing or holy defense. I will choose. I mean, I would choose to automatically deal holy damage. You still have to roll because it's resistant to holy. Oh fuck! That's Don't forget right. that. Don't, you already know that. Wait, I just did d8. Those are d8s. You silly, you silly bingus. Yeah. I just level my crossbow and it glows with yellow energy, and I fire a bolt straight through it. Five. Six. Oh, six. Six. Ah, uh, it's holy defense is five. Damn. Oh, fuck. Gone. Reduced to atoms. All right. Your party is able to quickly dispatch 
of the rest of the younger basilisks. Before you, in the dimly lit cave, lies the body of the king basilisk. Another job well done. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Vitamin Dice. If you want updates about episodes and pictures of the party's pets, follow our Instagram. If you want to support the show, join our Patreon. There are levels for as little as $1 per month. We don't pay to advertise the show in any way, so we rely entirely on listeners like you to tell people about the show. So go tell people! Please? If you have a podcast or something else you might like us to shout out, please let us know. You can email us at v-y-t-a-m-i-n-d-i-c-e at gmail.com. Feel free to send us questions or comments about the show. We would love to hear from you, and we would love to hear all those juicy questions you must have. And as always, 9 out of 10 doctors recommend a daily dose of vitamin D, and the D stands for dice.